Welcome back to Bible Story Time with Mimi. This is episode six, and today I am reading from the Jesus Storybook Bible. We're in the chapter with the title, The Girl No One Wanted, the story of Jacob, Rachel, and Leah from Genesis 29 and 30. There were once two sisters. The youngest sister was very beautiful, and her name was Rachel. But the oldest sister wasn't beautiful at all. Some thought her quite ugly, and her name was Leah. Rachel was the kind of girl who always gets invited to parties and chosen for the team. Everyone loved her, and poor Leah... No one hardly even noticed her. One day, their cousin Jacob came to stay. He was one of Isaac's sons, and he was on the run. Jacob had stolen and cheated and made some enemies, including his own brother, and now he was hiding. The funny thing is, Jacob, of all people, was the one God gave the special promise to, the same promise he had given his grandfather Abraham. I will rescue the world through your family. But then God chose people that we least expect, as we'll see. Well, Jacob stayed a long time working for his uncle Laban. One day Laban said, Jacob, I've decided to pay you for your work. What do you want? Hmm, a sudden thought struck him. How about one of my daughters? Jacob looked at Rachel, and he looked at Leah. Who would he choose? Of course, he chose Rachel. I'll work seven years for free, Jacob said, if I can marry Rachel. So Jacob worked seven years, and at last... His wedding day arrived. But that night, Laban played a nasty trick on Jacob. Instead of sending Rachel to marry Jacob, he sent Leah. Now, in those days, they didn't have electricity, so it was dark in their tent. And besides, women wore veils and you couldn't see their faces properly. So Jacob suspected nothing. The next morning, Jacob woke up and screamed. His new wife was lying beside him, but it wasn't Rachel. It was Leah. Jacob jumped out of bed. Laban, he cried, you scoundrel. But Laban said, work for me another seven years and then you can marry Rachel. So Jacob worked for Laban another seven years, and at last Rachel became his wife. Now Jacob had two wives, but of his two wives, Jacob loved Rachel the best. No one loves me, Leah said. I'm too ugly. But God didn't think she was ugly, and when He saw that Leah was not loved and no one wanted her. God 
chose her. To love her specially, to give her a very important job. One day, God was going to rescue the whole world through Leah's family. Now, when Leah knew that God loved her in her heart, suddenly it didn't matter anymore whether her husband loved her the best or if she was the prettiest. Someone had chosen her. Someone did love her with a never-stopping, never-giving-up, unbreaking, always-and-forever love. So when Leah had a baby boy, she called him Judah, which means, This time I will praise the Lord. And that's just what she did. And you'll never guess what job God gave Leah. You see, when God looked at Leah, he saw a princess. And sure enough, that's exactly what she became. One of Leah's children's children's children would be a prince. The prince of heaven. God's son. This prince would love God's people. They wouldn't need to be beautiful for him to love them. He would love them with all of his heart. And they would be beautiful because he loved them like Leah. The next chapter is called The Forgiving Prince. Joseph and his brothers from Genesis 37 through 46. Jacob had 12 sons, but of all of his sons, Joseph was his favorite. One day, Jacob gave Joseph a splendid new robe. It was beautiful and rich with all the colors of the rainbow, but it made Joseph's brothers jealous. They wanted rich rainbow robes, too. Then, to make matters worse, Joseph kept on having these special dreams. I dreamed I was the greatest. I was king, Joseph told his brothers. And you all bowed down to me. Now, I'm sure you know, even if Joseph didn't, that telling your brothers things like that isn't a very good idea. Joseph's brothers hated him even more. They wanted to kill Joseph and his dreams. And one day, that's exactly what they tried to do. They tore Joseph's rainbow robe off of him, and they sold him to slave traders, for 20 pieces of silver. The traders took Joseph to Egypt and made him into a slave. The brothers went home and they lied to their father, telling him that Joseph was dead. That's the end of that dreamer, they thought. But they were wrong. God had a magnificent dream for Joseph's life. And even when it looked like everything had gone wrong, God would use it all to help make the dream come true. God would use 
everything that was happening to Joseph to do something good. Meanwhile, though, things were not looking good for Joseph in Egypt. He was far from home and from his dad. And then he got blamed for something he didn't do. And even though he had done nothing wrong, he was punished and thrown into jail. But God had not left Joseph. One night, Pharaoh, that's the king of Egypt, had a scary dream about thin cows gobbling up fat cows. What on earth did it mean? He didn't know. But Joseph was a dream expert, so Pharaoh sent for him. It means a famine is coming, Joseph explained. There won't be enough food. Pharaoh was so pleased by Joseph's skill that he immediately took Joseph out of jail and made him a prince. Now, back home, Joseph's brothers had run out of food and everyone was hungry. God's special family was in danger. If they didn't get food soon, they would starve to death. So Joseph's brothers traveled to Egypt to buy food. They came and they knelt before the new prince. His brothers didn't know that the prince was Joseph, but Joseph knew who they were. Joseph's dream, the one about his brothers bowing down to him, that dream was coming true. It's me, Joseph cried. When they saw it was Joseph, his brothers were afraid. They had wronged Joseph. They had sinned and they knew it. Now Joseph would certainly punish them. But Joseph looked at his brothers and his eyes filled with tears. Even though his brothers had hurt him and hated him and wanted him dead, in spite of everything, he couldn't stop loving them. His heart, which they had broken, filled up with love and Joseph forgave them. Joseph threw his arms around them. Don't be afraid, he said. Behind what you were doing, underneath Everything that was happening, God was doing something good. God was making everything right again. Joseph didn't punish them. He rescued them. He brought God's special family to live safely with him in Egypt. One day, God would send another prince, a young prince whose heart would break. Like Joseph, He would leave his home and his father. His brothers would hate him and want him dead. He would be sold for pieces of silver. He would be punished, even though he had done nothing wrong. But God would use everything that happened to this young prince, even the bad things, to do something good to forgive the sins of the whole world.